Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Coming up on today's wrestling news, Triple H is very happy with a failed Vince McMahon prodigy and his WWE progress. A top WWE tag team are on the fence about splitting up. We've got a backstage update on Matt Riddle's continued WWE absence. And further proof, Triple H has changed WWE for the better. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Michael Sidgwick. And this is the news. So let's talk about that failed Vince McMahon prodigy who's doing pretty well under Triple H. We are talking, of course, of Austin Theory and WWE reportedly very happy with how he is coming along. This comes from a report from WrestlingNews.co. This, of course, in advance of, presumably, them setting up Cena versus Theory for WrestleMania next week on Raw when there's going to be John Cena in attendance in Boston in a show that I've already heard described by sources as As a wicked pisser. <laughs> now, of course, the, there was talk previously of um, different matches for John Cena. Uh, we reported on that yesterday. Um, but apparently, you know, Cena is keen to work with someone like Theory. The reports are, spoilers, he's probably going to put him over at WrestleMania. No real surprise there. And apparently they filmed some stuff in December when Cena was last there that will further set up this match. What do you make of, of Austin Theory? Because it's been a bumpy ride since Triple H took over, I think it's fair to say. Look, they happy with them I don't see it personally yeah. I just don't see it with Austin Theory I continue to not see it um, I wonder here's a bit of a, a theory no pun intended because mm. people who use wordplay are just the worst <laughs> what if this might have gone better for me right had they done something bad on purpose first so that the good thing they did later <laughs> scanned is a little bit better what if they'd uh, pushed him as a babyface first Yes. Lot, like I tried to sort of emulate and do a worked version of the failed Roman Reigns project where if they were to say, here's Austin Theory, a particularly likeable, like him. <laughs> and I think a lot of people would have went, no, not really, because yeah. he's not particularly likeable, sort of manifested a heel turn. And then when they, when they finally delivered upon it, it could have gone a bit better because I just don't see it in Austin Theory. I don't think he's particularly charismatic. He's smooth. Yeah. They prefer smooth and composed on the microphone rather than like really antagonistic or intimidating or just he's not likable. I just don't <laughs> see it. I just never have seen it with Austin Theory. I described him once as Brad Maddox if he did PWG for about six months, <laughs> where he's got that really polished, slick, yeah. telegenic. You know, good body, smooth, a bit 
synthetic if you like except sometimes it can go I really like that match he had with Edge like I thought Edge's performance yeah. in particular it was so well crafted but the live crowd weren't really into it he just doesn't come across to me as this really over heel that's just truly on the cusp of superstardom put it this way if right you hadn't been told by various backstage reports and these um, reports I get filtered through to the wrestling media they see Austin Theory as the face of the company mm-hmm. the next John Cena the next Roman Reigns Theory is it would anyone realistically have arrived at this conclusion by themselves and said you know what he's the one I can see it in him I personally don't I've been wrong before several times so maybe that will happen again yeah I think out of me you, you and, and Hamford I think I'm the high guy on Austin Theory I think there is potential there but like you say I think he still needs some... Hopefully it's his John Cena thing, because this report from WrestlingNews.co says that some people see him as carrying the company for the next 10 years, uh, and indeed some people say that, that uh, they uh, they understand that he's got things that people outside of WWE haven't seen just yet that is really going to be showcased, hopefully, going forward. Yeah, I think you're right. I think... I've been watching a, him for like three years. It's one of those weird ones where they've put all they've put belts on him. They've Obviously, the Money in the Bank thing was what it was, but that was a clear show of intent initially at least um, and it's yeah show don't tell you always say that don't you yeah they've been doing a lot of telling and very little showing as it pertains to theory uh, in terms of someone who's been showing and not telling uh, Chad Gable yeah Excellent match with Cody Rhodes on Monday Night Raw. And Worked Wrestling, who've been really reliable with uh, recent stories, uh, have come out to talk about the fact that they could be splitting Alpha Academy. They seem to slowly be doing that on camera. Ortiz is doing stuff with Maximum Male Models, whilst Chad Gable is just having, surprise, surprise, a banger with whoever he's putting the uh, ring with. Apparently, the members of Alpha Academy, though, are, quote, on the fence regarding a split, simply because they're just genuine, close, real-life friends and, yeah, they probably like doing stuff together but, yeah, the reports, excitedly uh, are the fact that, uh, yes they could be doing more comedy stuff with Otis and Maximum Male Models, something unsurprisingly I'm a big fan of, Uh, but most importantly of all, Gable finally could be presented as a serious singles wrestler um, Jack Gable's quite a good wrestler. Pass it on. Pass it on. The thing, the thing that's gonna—I don't want to piss on anyone's chips because I love Gable. I think the vast majority of the commentariat will love Chad Gable. He's just a great, great, great professional wrestler. It might have taken them too long to do this. Mm-hmm. It's going to take them a while, I think, to get rid of that stigma. He's either been a just a guy or a comedy character or someone who's just been incredible in tag teams, like the Bobby Roode one was yeah. low-key lo- goaded. That tag team was really cooking. But realistically, this audience has never once perceived him as like a serious main event level player. I think it'll take a lot of work, but ultimately, Chad Gable is so goddamn talented that I would be behind him. I would put I would put money on him getting over. If the if the machine truly consistently gets behind him, I would bet the house. Maybe not the house. I put a decent wedge <laughs> on Chad Gable yeah. getting over this guy is so unbelievable. Like, the mass WWE audience, right, I know it's different for certain premium live events, and they go up for certain stories. Like, WWE crowds, at their loudest, have offered, have generated, rather, the loudest reactions all year. Elimination Chamber, Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But that's at their loudest. I think generally on TV, they're dead as often as they're up for it. Um, but Chad Gable's different. This man is an alchemist who can turn (laughs) WWE fans into technical wrestling aficionados. 
by the last like three minutes of a TV match. He's so goddamn good that I think if they can really put the promotional machine behind him, that something special can happen, and I hope it will because Gable's just awesome. By all accounts, like a, just a brilliant bloke as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you and uh, and Hamlet have talked before about gaming the WWE system. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn worked out how to do it before they yes. got these huge pushes of just like, all right, well they clearly don't see me as a big thing, but. I'm going to make it work in my favour and get something over. Shoosh is obvious. I love Shoosh. But it's, yeah, it's made them maybe finally prick up their ears and realise what a f- phenomenal talent they've got. And they just they just go, oh, I haven't really got anything for anyone to do this week. Put them in there with Chad and they'll have a 10 minute banger. Yeah. He just, he's ridiculous. He's such a great utility a freak player. Freak as well in but terms he, of like just catching people and chucking them about. Yeah, strength, technique, like the intricacy of his moves that don't scan as too much for the WWE audience. I'm not saying that they're stupid or anything like that, but ultimately they don't really go in for big time technical wrestling, yet he's so good that he makes them fall in love with it. I really hope it happens for Chad yeah. Gable because he's just amazing. And I think the uh, Otis, Max and stuff will be a lot of fun as well. Yeah, uh, already started on that road, of course. Let's talk a little bit about Matt Riddle. Um, there's an update on this coming from Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio. Of course, he had that um, wellness policy violation, the second wellness policy violation in December. Um, so he had a 60-day suspension that he served on the 13th of December. Obviously, those of you who concentrated in school will realise that's up, that's finished by now. Yes, Dave also provided an update on Wrestling Observer Radio that Riddle uh, went to rehab but has now been out for a while while, um, but there's still no word as to when Matt Riddle will be returning to television. Uh, Meltzer assumes he will be back at some stage, um, but believes that it could be a consequence of WWE not wanting to use Riddle for WrestleMania 39, maybe something they're holding for the aftermath of something like that. It, it, I love Riddle, but I don't think he's needed for anything storyline-wise right now, and obviously his well-being takes uh, precedence here. He last wrestled on the 5th of December on Monday Night Raw when he teamed with Owens in a failed tag team title attempt. Um, it's interesting, this, because it, you see occasional updates from Riddle on social media. There's always speculation about when he's going to be coming back. But, yeah, it's one of those, I think, like I say, it's... Does he need, is he needed for a specific storyline for WrestleMania now? That WrestleMania card's already looking, looking pretty stacked. Um, Lord knows what's going on with Randy Orton. But most importantly of all, it's it's about him getting well and, and coming back right. Yeah, I don't love Riddle, personally. And um, he's a bit of a liability. If you're looking at this right, park my feelings um, of Matt Riddle or about Matt Riddle aside, right? Not the biggest fan of the guy. Looking at this through the uh, lens of WWE, a family-friendly, publicly-traded company, as much as that can be a complete facade, as we all know. I can't see them getting behind Riddle when he's at this stage in his life. It feels like it's spiralling out of control. I can understand why there's an apprehension to use them, and I'm just going to leave it at that. That's fair enough. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, let's conclude uh, by talking about how much WWE has changed for the better under Triple H. Uh, I love this report coming from Fightful Select. No crap, just Sap, Sean Ross Sap of Fightful Select. Um, a ringing endorsement of Triple H's running of WWE simply because, think about how low the bar is for this, Monday Night Raw was finalised a full 24 hours in advance. Of course, uh, a very different experience compared to the Vince era where not only were they writing and rewriting the show because he'd rip stuff up um, hours, minutes, seconds before the show, there were some shows they were writing whilst the show was going on. Um, it must be a relief genuinely though, for talent that they can be told what's going to be happening on Sunday, turn up on Monday and go, oh, that's still happening, that's a relief. What? Hold up. <laughs> it's a low bar, isn't it? For fuck's sake. This guy has got the easiest life in the world. It's absolutely unbelievable the curve that he has to beat to get acclaim and positive PR yeah. and numbers. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm tired of not pretending it's ridiculous. He gets his show in the books. 24 hours before it's meant to go on air and I'm meant to do cartwheels as I leave this studio going Papa H, Papa H, Papa H. It's honestly right. It must be of some reassurance to Tony Khan or to Ghetto or to, you know, any booker of prominence mm -hmm. that Triple H has given them the answer to success. There's no finite rule. There's no hard and fast yeah. way of succeeding in the pro wrestling game. As we all know, the life cycle of a booker is really, really short. Some people think that Tony Khan has basically reached the end of it already, right? Ha what gets over? It's all happenstance most of the time. So many wrestlers get over by accident. So many little bits of serendipity in their careers, like, you know, you better drink your tea or it'll turn stone cold. Yeah. Someone just saying something can plot things. That's how wrestling gets over. You can't ever really plan for it, right? Good to know that if Tony Khan, right, for 20 years, intentionally sabotaged his product, made it unwatchable, silly, contrived, impossible to invest in because it's so chaotic, where you get told as a consumer that the people you like, you're an idiot for liking them, <laughs> and you like them instead. 20 years of this, okay? 20 years, right? Then... The master plan, the master plan is that he makes moderate improvements to the product. <laughs> then he becomes a god. It's the it, the answer is in his face, waiting for him. I just think it's a relief for talent that yeah they don't get messed about as much. And I just think TK can learn a lot about telling stories. From <laughs> oh man, shut up! Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE? Of course, we want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Travis Zachary. Thank you for the question, Travis. Cheers. He writes, "Morning, gents. If Cody does go on to win the belts at Mania, we assume he will. Um, who do you see him giving him his first L?" 
Gunther at SummerSlam. Ooh, I was thinking that. Like they've, I'm fairly certain that they have formatted that entire Royal Rumble with long-term storytelling in mind. I was being a little bit facetious with the 24 hours thing. I'm not saying that Triple H is just 1.5 on the 10 scale above Vince McMahon, (laughs) who was a minus 18 by the time he finally (laughs) pissed off, right? He is better, and I do think that as weirdly backwards as the Rumble was, the babyface coming out at 30, the incredibly heroic (laughs) um, endurance heel coming out at number one was backwards, but I do think they did something a bit dumb got away with it because the last seven minutes were so fantastic yeah. with the idea that a SummerSlam match between Cody Rhodes and Gunther requires next to no build contract signing a little reminder of who really might have won that rumble if the other one was fresh off you go 25 minutes unbelievable you've got one of the hardest choppers in the world someone who's a master of making it look like he's in complete control who can inflict loads of pain on his opponent and one of the best babyface fire guys of his generation if not the very best so that's what I would do yeah I I can't disagree whatsoever I think it's the right way to go I think as well um, if you do that I think it'll be it's one of those ones where I think Cody's run on top will be great but I think he's got as he's showed in AEW a variety of other roles that he can play at the same time whether it's chasing after that title again or, or whatever it may be Gunther's the perfect big bad again to knock over at next year's WrestleMania and it'll be intriguing to have uh, heel, very different in comparison, in comparison to, to Roman Reigns, be champion where I know Roman Reigns is dominant but he has used a lot of shenanigans throughout mm. his title reign. I like the idea of people being like, how the f*** do we stop Gunther? Yeah, just he, just Gunther. Like in the end, in NXT UK, Ilya Dragunov just had to nearly die to just beat him like, basically. literally throw himself. <laughs> yeah, so I really like that as an idea um, and I think people won't be too disappointed if Cody drops it after a while because I think you know, it's the, it's the story of him getting there, and I'm, I'm really hopeful for the uh, the big main. WrestleMania SummerSlam is a nice traditional WWE yeah, exactly. babyface run, I think. And they're they're he's slipping back into the ones where they actually start thinking about stuff for say WrestleMania this year, for example, last year at Survivor Series. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, uh, Glenn McKenzie gives our second question of the day. Um, he's been catching up on iconic WWE pay per views. Started off with King of the Ring 1998. Uh, Taka Mishinoku and the Hegbangers kick ass, says Glenn. WrestleMania 17 next. But um, he tagged us saying, any suggestions as to what else I can watch? I thought I'd ask someone like yourself with an encyclopedic knowledge of 90s WWE. What would you suggest alongside King of the Ring 98 WrestleMania 17? The Bret Hart mark that will forever rage internally will say King of the Ring 1993. My goodness, the show-long story... Where he doesn't use, he barely has a microphone. He has the odd pre-match interview. Yeah. There's a nice one, a cute one with Mr. Perfect. But it just—if you go back and watch King of the Ring 1993, if you're not prepared to admit or acknowledge, or you're just unaware that stories can be told sequentially through what happens in the ring, the story of Bret Hart and how he manages to prevail is just immaculate. No exposition required. Purely through the beautiful in-ring language of professional wrestling. So that's King of the Ring 1993. If you want something a little bit more sports entertainment oriented, and I'm not inherently biased, sports entertainment at its very best is fantastic. Um, SummerSlam 2002 with the melodrama of Michaels and HBK has got that in abundance, mm. but it also has a real sports flavour with the Brock Rock match. The undercard's absolutely sensational. So SummerSlam 2002, King of the Ring 1993, um, 
those would be my first two. Mm. Yeah. Well, let us know how you get on, Glenn, and uh, enjoy it because. There's a, there's a lot of stuff on the network, and some of it can actually be good. Uh, Sean Ackling gives us our final question of the day. Sean says, let's fantasy book Switchblade JY, whether in WWE or AEW. How would you book him, at least for the first few months? Jay White is like a dense novel <laughs> where you know it's good, but sometimes it can feel a little bit daunting to actually open those pages. And what's funny about Jay White is that I think that He's, uh, he's not my favourite professional wrestler. I think he's excellent, but as I said, I just find it a bit daunting, a bit naughty, a bit dense mm-hmm. at times, a bit hard going. Um, still, he's one, my, one of my top five favourite matches ever is JY versus Kota Ibushi from the 2019 yeah. G1 Climax. Absolute perfection. I think my other favourite JY match was against Trent Beretta on Rampage. There'll be some serious New Japan fans who are like wanting to throttle me for saying <laughs> that. But ultimately, the more economic... Um, like unfussy Jay White in a North American TV match really, really showed me something. So I think he could be a massive player in either AEW or WWE. I think when he's not asked to do a 40-minute card match, he's in fact much better. Mm. Um, so I would rocket trap the guy. Where do you think he's going to end up? I think he's going to end up in WWE. Yeah. I think he's going to end up in WWE. I think he should absolutely bypass NXT. I think what a lot of people... I don't want to touch on that discourse, that rage the other day, because it's ridiculous. What a lot of people don't realise is someone with Jay White with bargaining power can just simply say, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. Like, certainly Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks could. I'm fairly certain Jay White is in a position now where if they say to him, oh, you should go through NXT first, he could just say... Piss off? Yeah. Like, piss off? I'm AJ just... Styles didn't have to do it. No, I don't think Jay White should either. I, don't, I think very few people should anyway. I think that's a different conversation. I don't know... Sorry, go on. I think, well, I think it's a very different argument to what it was a few years ago. I think that they used to say, go through NXT for six months to a year. All right. I love this new version of NXT. We need, to sell you, we need you to sell out a takeover arena. Yeah. But we need to we need to tell you how it works. Yeah. Or, yeah, Switchblade Jay White, the knife salesman. <laughs> it's like... It doesn't work in the current... I love the current NXT, like I say, but it's he's a too, very different place. Yeah, he's too serious a player. He's too talented. Um, I would rocket trap him, and I would sort of just emulate the New Japan run, bring mm. him in as a massive deal, someone who's an instant game-changer. He's already got everything, and uh, my only worry is that if he keeps the uh, the Switchblade moniker, knowing how WWE scripts things, a babyface will say, well, like, yawn with the bitch blade. <laughs> That's exactly the kind of thing that will get yeah. scripted to say. But no, rocket strap, Jay. And uh, yeah, maybe for once, under the new regime, we'll finally get some actual proper WrestleMania fallout. The Raw Smackdowns after WrestleMania have some debuts. I've, I'm ready to be hurt again with that. I know WWE have kind of, for the last decade or at least few years, have gone, that's not a thing anymore. Maybe it will be under Triple H. Anyway, let's move on to today's and finally. I just saw this image doing the rounds on social media this morning from one Mercedes Monet. Monet? And uh, I just thought it was really cool. Um, She was there on the red carpet for the Mandalorian and she brought the IWGP Women's World title with her. There she is doing a bit of a Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns with Rosario Dawson. I thought that's awesome. That is awesome. It's closer than she gets to the fans and can you blame her? Absolutely not. (laughs) All right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section down below. Uh, like, share, subscribe, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, myself and the Daddy Boys sitting down to review the show formerly known as NXT2Play. Oh! <laughs>
further a bit later on today uh, and previewing of course the go home episode of ahead of AW Revolution of AEW Dynamite thoughts Twitter questions all that good stuff on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE watch there you can follow both of us you can follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick you can follow me at Adam Wilborn follow us all at WhatCultureWWE as I said but for now my thanks to Michael Sidgwick thank you for joining us and we will see you soon Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 